Well, hi, friends. This is Kim Honeycutt. As you know, you're listening to ICU Talks podcast here, Voices. And I am so glad I'm not the only voice in this room. We got some amazing people hanging out with me today. So I'm going to first let my co-hosts, my co-MCs, take the mic and introduce themselves. All right, everybody. It is LJ in the house. LJ! Hi, this is Emily Ford coming in to guest co-host today. She is. So Emily is the director of dysfunctional operations. Yes. <laughs> by CU Talks, right? Yes. That's my official title. That is her official title because we do things. We're real at ICU Talks. I, I, We're right? real we dysfunctional. We real to dysfunctional. Say. Right. We don't just put the fun in. We also put the real in. So that's how <laughs> we do things right here. But we have a special guest. She was our 20-minute speaker for the month of August. Our title was Approval Addiction. And that title got people up right, I mean, up and going, like mm-hmm. controversy, fighting, and then surrendering. Like people just realized that there was more to learn. And so Tasha was a part, Tasha Cole was a part of people learning what it really means and how it can it can take you away from experiencing God's love. Not from his love, but actually experiencing God's love. Right. So, Tasha, introduce yourself to our amazing crowd. Well, hey, 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 everybody. <laughs> this is Tasha Cole, also known as TC Knows. And no, I do not know everything. <laughs> I don't. She does not. I do not. She does not. But I got to say this real quick before we go any further. You know what I'm going to say. So you all know that everyone's in the juicing and all that. And if you're on Facebook or social media, you see all these people. And, and just a lot of times they have a certain look or a certain charisma about them when they talk about their juicing. They're like little cheerleaders, and that's great. And it just doesn't resonate with me. So I've never thought about juicing. One day I'm flipping through Facebook, and I see my girl Tasha. And she's on going, this is Tasha. TC knows. I don't know everything, but I do know about look. Look, I got an orange and I got celery. And like it was, <laughs> it was so authentic. And I started juicing at that point. Like it, she impacted my life because it was so authentic. You could see the excitement. And it wasn't somebody saying, hey, I already got it all, back, all together. It's someone saying, hey, I, I'm just figuring this out. And she's like, celery has changed my life. And I'm like, celery? Celery. How does that happen? But you've impacted a lot of people. Just before we even get to our topic, have you not impacted people with celery? I I'm, I guess so because people are inboxing me. They call me. They'll text yeah. me. And they're like, you know I don't like celery, right? And I'm like, <laughs> well, just try it. Right. It can help you. Yeah. And you can add more to it. You can add a little yeah. flavor. You can throw some turmeric in there and oranges mm-hmm. like you taught me different things to do and yeah. it's and and reason why it was pivotal for me is that I don't have any health around nutrition when it comes to childhood mm-hmm. like there were no dinners made there was nothing like that happened and so for me to spend 20 minutes not just juicing but also cleaning it mm-hmm. actually became cathartic the one thing it would make no sense because it was 20 minutes of me saying yes god I agree with you I matter wow and you know yeah. what I'm glad you said that Kim, because I actually like that part of juicing. Yeah. I love cleaning the vegetables. I love cleaning after, and I love the juicing part. Did y'all hear the excitement in that? Uh, Seriously. Yes. Uh, it's contagious. Yes. It's like uh, when if you love contagious. to cook or you love to prep, there's something about it. I'm making this wonderful thing for myself. And it's, it is, it's very, uh, it's like a, you're loving yourself. But I'm 48 and never have. And this woman right here, I'm pointing to Tasha, became a part of my healing things that therapists couldn't do. I've met with so many nutritionists could not do for me. 
my friend Tasha, my sister, just because she shared her own heart. So I want y'all to hear this, and then we're going to go into the message. If there's something that's powerful to you, it'll be powerful to someone else. Right. Mm-hmm. Just, but you, I wouldn't have known she hadn't gone on Facebook a lot. If she kept it to herself, I couldn't be talking about this. So thank you for your vulnerability, sharing what you found to be true, not caring what anyone else thought about it. You just did the deal and you changed my life. Wow. Well, so thank you, sister. Thank I you. hope you can change mine because let me tell you what. my I think I was the odd woman out in the room. Everybody's like, yeah, and I'm going, oh. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> just like, no, thank you. I do you. not like no. cooking, even cutting, cleaning, whatever. Right. Nope. Right. So I, obviously I got to look at it. Yeah, it's really, it's amazing. It's I love changing. drinking the juice, but I don't like the before and after. Right. I really don't. Right. So, right. Yeah. So I'm with you on that. I'll, I'll so motivated. those of you, the two people still listening, after we talk about, <laughs> about, about nutrition and juicing. Right, about yeah. Nutrition and juicing. Sorry about that. But really, she touched my life in a way that no one else has. So I wanted to share that. But now we're going to talk about your talk, your 20-minute talk at ICU Talks Tuesday night. So will you give just a real brief summary of what you talked about? Why did you have me in the tissue on this table? I got your tissue right here. I got- <laughs> I've got some paper. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that subject was really, it really hit me. It took a long time for me to actually get it. Because at first when I seen the the topic, the theme, I was like, approval addiction, what is that? Mm. I really didn't know. Right. And I was like, God, you're going to have to help me with that. Mm. But when I got it, it's like all of these triggers started happening. I'm like, Mm. my dad, that's a trigger. Sleeping around with different men, that's a trigger. You know, just Mm -hmm. doing things that were totally out of my character. Right, that's right. I was like, oh, so that's what it means. Mm -hmm. And it just led me back to being accepted. That's right, that's right. I wanted to be accepted. Right. So key words, ladies, she just said to our listeners, she said, it took me out of character. Yes. Because it takes you in a false self, which is where the enemy wants you. And so it becomes about behavior instead of your character, who you are, who God says you are, who God is. And that's where behavior comes from, right? Because we are seeking something that we did not get. And if we don't know that's what we're doing, we most likely will pick unhealthy methods to get there. Yep. Yep. And that's what happened to me. Right. And I had to come to a point in my life where I had to actually accept the fact that my dad didn't want me. Mm. Mm. He actually told me that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He was, he was clear. Like, you, I don't have you. Don't have anything to forgive me for because I didn't do nothing. And I'm how old are you? Oh. I'm 41 now. No, but I mean, how old were you then? Uh, yeah. When he told I, you that. Oh gosh, I was probably in my mid 20s. No, I was maybe early 30s. Okay, and you yeah. knew him all your childhood, and at I that knew point, who he was. But I oh, didn't you knew know he was. Him. Gotcha. Ah, uh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And he wow. still doesn't know me. Mm. That's, that's yeah. tough. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, you know, I just think if you don't know yourself and you're not even interested in who God says you are, mm-hmm. how are you going to know your children? That's a good one. Yeah. That's a very good one. Yeah. And that's, but you have to, you had to reconcile that. Mm-hmm. Like that, that didn't give you permission to also not know you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Heck of a journey, huh, sister? Yes. Yeah. And you know what? Some of the things that I see now, I see it in my daughter. Mm. I see it in my son. Yeah. And I'm like, man, it's got to stop. Amen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yep. That generational cycle where you're like, I'm I'm recognizing this now. I'm not going to pass this on and let this 
let this go with my children. It's going to stop here with me. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that's why I feel like, and the thing is, like you said, breaking the cycle, which is ironic that you would say that because that's the name of my podcast. And I'm like, Uh, God, I don't want this name because I would have to, I would have to break the cycle. Oh, yeah. Right. I would have to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and right. people are actually going to hear me do it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. So through what I say, and actually see me do it. Yeah, right. When they see my life. Right. That's mm-hmm. right. And there'll be evidence. Like when there's evidence of yeah. that we aren't completely who we really are. There's evidence when we are who God says we are. There's evidence of that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think? people saw what evidence did they see in you from that stage oh my gosh i believe they seen the vulnerability and the transparency yeah mm-hmm. yes hugely it's beautiful right yeah. i was telling my mom i say mom anybody that knows that took a speaking class you are not supposed to turn your back right <laughs> right right i said but i was about to bust out and start crying mm-hmm. i had no choice but to turn around just right quick and i covered my face and then i was like okay i got to get myself back together and i quickly turned back around you know because that part right then and there was the shame part mm. mm-hmm. yeah it was the shame overwhelming part. yeah but it's funny you say that because that was actually the most endearing part for me Really? Yeah, it was because um, when I saw you turn around and walk back toward the back of the stage and your hands went up to your face and you kind of looked up with your head and the anguish, we all knew what you were feeling. Maybe we didn't identify with that, Mm -hmm. but we were like, man, this is really painful for her. Wow, you brought that power into the room. So you may have felt shame, but I'm telling you, it was the fellowship and the love that you brought in, you open people up to be vulnerable because you did that. Yeah. Remember I think so. That. I, I just saw it as, as a sign of how vulnerable and honest you were being that it, I was like, this is the point where you lit- you feel, you feel naked. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sharing this innermost part that it was so intense for you. You had to turn around for a minute mm-hmm. and go, I can't look at you guys and share this much. I, I, I feel too, like too naked. I got to turn around for a minute and, and you know, kind of almost like cover myself and, and wait a minute and then go again. And mm-hmm. for me, it was just a sign of how how vulnerable and real you were being. Mm-hmm. And sister, it was symbolic mm-hmm. because in your life, you've turned your back on you mm-hmm. because your daddy turned his back on you, right? Yeah. And so you faced 100 people when you turned back around and said, this is who I am. That's powerful. Yeah, mm-hmm. you you did that. You brought that literally to the stage. Mm-hmm. You did that. Yeah, that's brave. Yeah, that's brave. Well, I tell you, ladies, one thing, and that's why I started the way I started when I asked everybody to participate. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yes, that was awesome. it, was. it was. Because this subject is really a heavy subject. Mental yeah. illness is a heavy subject. It is. And I said, you know what, God, I need something that's going to kind of lighten the load just a little bit. Right. Because Somebody I know is going to be me, but somebody else may end up crying right. before they leave this building today. Right. So right. let's make them laugh and let's make them think about something that's joyful. Right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there's great comfort. Like you walked around the stage, you had your props. Mm-hmm. And so there's there was some planning. But you also showed this is not rehearsed. 
Like I'm, I'm going to go where the Holy Spirit takes me, mm-hmm. you know, instead of it just, which is good. Like people get there and it's very planned and they know what they're going to say. That's great. You're like, hey, let's, we're just going to see what happens. I'm going to pause when I need to pause. I'm going to see where the Holy Spirit tells me to go. Mm-hmm. And that was very intentional. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right before I came on and I had a challenge that day actually leading up to the event. But that particular day was a big challenge. Mm. And I was supposed to actually watch the Scarlet Letter. And I tried to watch it like three times. But I only, I will always get to the point where... She found out that, well, mm. she didn't find out until later, but her husband was actually still alive. Mm. Yeah. But she had already had the affair. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, with this priest. And I was like, Lord, why do you want me to watch this? So, <laughs> it just, <laughs> so it made me think. And I was like, what do you want me to do? Yeah. You know, yeah. so I'm like, you want me to put an A on my chest? Mm. So when I thought mm. about the theme, I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was clever. Yeah. Yeah, it was clever. Can you talk about that? Because you had an A, A, mm-hmm. and then I won't reveal the other letter. Talk to, talk mm-hmm. to us about that. What's going on there? Well, the, the A, you know, when I watched what I could watch of the Scarlet Letter, I thought about me, my life, sleeping around. And I'm like, this is before I got married. No longer married anymore. But I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, that had to be tough for her. So instead of my A being the adultery, might as well. Acceptance. Acceptance. Acceptance, right. Right. Because I wanted to be accepted. Now, let me tell you, that quote that you put up, mm-hmm. I had no idea I was going to say that. Wow, that's great. It was a good quote. Do you want to repeat it for the crowd? I'm going to have to paraphrase it. Oh, that's good. Paraphrasing is good. But it, I basically said that I have this A on my chest. The, the A is for acceptance, but I didn't really want anybody to know mm-hmm. why I was being accepted right. or didn't want nobody to know why I was being accepted. Right. right. And I wanted that A to become something else. So then he brings this other letter. And I'm like, you're going to speak to me in the alphabet? And I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm creative the alphabet. Yeah, if yeah. I want to do that, I can do that. <laughs> and, and that's what happened. So I see this F. And and he told me a long time ago, you are an illustrator and a demonstrator. And I'm mm. like, mm. ooh, really? Good. I was asleep, y'all, when he told me that. Wow. And I was like, mm. I'm thinking ain't nobody else in this room but me. Right. So when he showed me the F. Which is a miracle with your horror past that there was someone else <laughs> in the room but you. Yes. Let's just point that out. Yes. <laughs> Hey, right. Let's yeah, just, of course she went right. there. I had to. Let's <laughs> just show the miracle people happening in Tasha's hey, life. It's happening. It is happening. But when he showed me that F, at first I looked at it as fornication. Mm. Because really? I, yeah. Oh. Let me tell you. This is so funny. Y'all you tell gonna, me. Y'all going to crack up when I tell y'all this. When I first got married in 2008, Lord Jesus, I should have never married this man. <laughs> <laughs> God forgive me. I repented. Yeah, the thing is cool now. Right. So, because I fornicated so much, I will always say, "Lord, forgive me. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I repent." No. Then I got married. Forgot I was legal. After that part, I immediately got on my knees and said, "Lord, please forgive me. I'm sorry. I repent." Mm. Mm. Because it still felt wrong. Because your body's having the same reaction. It feels like your body's the enemy, right? Right. It felt, especially if you didn't feel in love with him. Right. 
your, the spiritual connection wasn't there for you. It makes total it sense there. to me. It yeah, wasn't there at all. Sense. Yeah. But then that's when he started talking to me, LJ, about forgiveness. Yeah. And I was like, because I hadn't. I hadn't forgiven myself. Yeah. Yes. I haven't forgiven myself. Right. So that's where I really saw the revelation in the more I forgive myself, the more I forgive myself over and over and over again, the right. A will get smaller and it will move out of the way. Yeah. And then you'll wear the F. Yeah. Yeah. And this is part of That's why awesome. I feel like what you said was so important that it was not religion. It was experience. Mm -hmm. Because what we're taught is you ask for forgiveness from God, from yourself or the person, and you stop. Like it's forgiven. Yeah. And you made such a good point. Like it, we don't just forgive ourselves. Like, we don't just immediately bring in grace and mercy. Most of us don't, especially something that's so behavioral that represents the pain of not having your biological father in your life. Right. Like, it took, I got to forgive, I got to forgive, I got to remind myself, I got to keep showing myself what forgiveness looks like, feels like, because this is new. Mm -hmm. Before, it was like, okay, the F is bigger than the A. Yep. Right? And yeah. I love that you said that, because most people will say, you asked for it once, God heard you, done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. He yep. did hear you. Absolutely. It doesn't yep. mean your heart, mind, and soul are clear. And you have to keep going. Exactly. Yeah. And I think so many times we talk about it, we, we hear about it, like, forgive other people, or if they hurt you, forgive them. But we don't talk enough about forgive yourself. And that right. was such a powerful moment right. when you said you have to do it over and over and over. Mm -hmm. Because you do. And yeah. a lot of times, it, like, it's probably been, it's been clear with God since immediately when you repented, he's done, he's gone. But you're still going over it in your mind. Because mm -hmm. I know I'll do the same thing. Like, the, yeah. those, that shame or guilt comes up, and it's constantly telling yourself, no, you are forgiven. Right. He's already over it. You're forgiven. Right. And going back over that with yourself and giving to yourself what we always talk about doing for other people. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And that, you know, the BS, you brought blame and shame, right? That it's, you're fighting against blame, which one of the main things the enemy brought into the Garden of Eden to cause us to get separate from God, yeah. right? Is that if I keep saying I should continue to hurt myself, I shouldn't even try to be with a, in a good relationship. I shouldn't even, like if it, Again, once we kind of get sober from our behavior, we'll still go into punishment. We'll still go into blame, oh, yeah. right, if we're not careful. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. It's just right. so extreme. It's such the opposite extreme that it's like, oh, it looks good. No, you're still holding it against yourself. Yeah, right. And that thing you're holding against yes. yourself has already been crucified, buried. Yes. And you now get to be resurrected, right? right? And so it was a message of resurrection. Mm -hmm. I, I would take that. Yeah, it's good. What moment brought you to that? to that forgiveness. I don't know if you, you enlightened us with that Tuesday night. Well, it's the fact that I don't, I don't want to walk around with the A on my chest knowing that I'm blaming myself for something that this individual that gave seed to give me life caused. Right. I didn't cause it for him not to want to know right who that's I right am. that's crucial to know right. that so true but I made it my own I it's like well how do I do it right and I didn't know at the time mm -hmm. had no idea how I could get over being accepted if I'm making sense yeah no, mm -hmm. you're making you're making great sense so 
you know, he was not quite in your life, all of your life, in your right. younger self. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you hit the 20s, and mm -hmm. that's when he verbally tells you, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, I don't, I don't want you in my life. And, and, and what did he say? He, he said, said I, you don't have anything to forgive me for because I didn't do anything. Wow. Which he wow. didn't do anything. That's the whole point, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he didn't do a thing. That's the whole point. Right, mm -hmm. yeah. Right. right. And so was it that moment then mm -hmm. that it really turned yep. the tables for you? Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. And just recently, during the weekend of Father's Day, he, he got sick. How, mm -hmm. how appropriate, Father's yeah. Day. Mm hmm. Because God's pursuing your dad. That's uh -huh. the whole thing, right? Uh-huh. Yep. I Thank you for saying that because... Yeah. You've met my mom. Oh, I think all of you met my first mom. of all, your mom would rather me be her daughter. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I told her she could come back to the green room, and you said, "Leave me alone." <laughs> <laughs> if she would have came back to that green room, she would have lit it up. My you lit it up. Is, you yeah, lit you it up. did. You lit it you up. Did. But your mom, like, is on. You can feel the spirit in her. Like mm -hmm. she is. Like, I could just sit in her lap and tell her all my darkest secrets. You know what I mean? Like, without even knowing her name. I'd be like, okay, and then when I was five, I stole candy. <laughs> <laughs> and not feel yes. judged. Right. Right? That's her. She's full mm -hmm. of love. Mm -hmm. I didn't get to meet her. I didn't get to meet oh, her. Oh, she's amazing. She's wonderful. Yeah. Sure you'll get yeah, to meet she's her. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. Well, what'd she think? What'd she think about your... She said that, you know what, and I believe... When I heard her crying and I saw uh. her cover her face, Aww. that's what yeah. kind of got me to and mm. it, that bust out of tears mm. moment when mm -hmm. I turned my back. Wow. And she said I did excellent. She was like, oh, you always do it good. I was like, Mom, you just buy it. She was like, now you know I will tell you she when would you tell you. you when <laughs> she would spank you. You're 41. <laughs> she would spank you. Yeah. I know that. She yeah. would tear your she honey up. Yeah. I have no doubt. Look, she's because she's a real yes. mom. She is. She is. Mm -hmm. she's, Absolutely. She's thorough with that. But just like your mom, you know, saw the earth. She's a rock. She loved you. You didn't do something to be loved by her. Mm -hmm. Therefore, you can't do something for your dad not to love you. Wow. Right. Right. We can't own how our parents treat us. Like you love your daughter. Now, there's days you want to sell her, I have no doubt, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't, yes. you don't love her because of her personality. You don't love her because of her gifts and her talents. You love her because you made a decision to share the love that's been passed down to you with her. Mm, Same thing with right. your kids. So if someone doesn't choose to share it, they stay blocked. We can't, we can't own either. Right. We just gotta, we gotta deal with whatever, whatever it is, whatever it means God's gonna use it if we let him. Yep. Right. And yep. you did, right. and you did. And I'm glad, I'm glad about that because when he got sick that weekend, I was dreading to go to the hospital and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go to the hospital. And when I got there, he was still like, he had been in my life forever. Hmm. Oh. All the time. And so the second time I went, I took my daughter with me. He didn't even know who she was. Wow. Like, oh, my mm -hmm. gosh. That's wow. But because of how my mother raised me, she never talked about him when mm. she was raising me. So if he was really get bad off sick, I would go take care of him if I had to. Mm. Wow. Mm. Mm -hmm. Even with, with him rejecting you oh, as yeah. the way he did. Yeah. I mean, that's just how my mother raised me. Right. Yeah. Well, and I, I want you all to hear this, that you know, to the listeners – that was what was right for Tasha in her raising and who she was. It doesn't make it right for you. Mm -hmm. So please don't ever manipulate yourself into going around a toxic parent. Right. That has got to come directly from the Lord, and you mm -hmm. better have the Holy Spirit inside of you. 
if you're going to go do that. But it has got to be choice. And when you feel like you have to go be with somebody, you better have some people lay some hands on you and pray over you and have a plan when you leave. I've got to go be around people that love you, mm-hmm. who will continue to pray for you. Um, because the only person, I've said this before, the only person who ever was at his best being abused was Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that's it. So yes. do not go somewhere where you're going to be abused and think you're going to be at your best. And God wants you at your best. Oh, well, I'm right. glad you said that because guess what? I'm not going unless he, the Holy Spirit tells me to go. <laughs> that's now. the only way. That's, that's right. right. That is right. High five. That's, that's right. <laughs> Healthy detachment. Yes. 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 One of yes. my favorite things. Healthy detachment. Yes, it is. And sometimes that's a lot of distance. It is. Sometimes it's Absolutely. a lot of space. Some people right. it can be a little bit. Some people you need a whole lot. That's right. Yeah. And so... You know, if after he treated you his whole life like this, your whole life, all of a sudden he was like, hey, will you come see me? The average person that I know will tell you, go honor your father. Just do it. He's, he's putting his hand out to you. And I disagree. I right. think you get to, he made a decision for you. You get to make a decision for you too. Mm-hmm. Right. I just think that's important. We don't do it out of obligation. Mm-hmm. Right. Obedience is different. Yeah, not at all. Like that's a stop and pray and say, yeah. God, what do you want me to do? Because right. right. I don't want to do this. Right. Yeah. If I'm I a, don't want yeah. to, but you tell that's me right. what I need that's to do right. in this situation. Yeah. And so that's what I think you were so clear Tuesday night about was, like, He's not going to love me. I stopped loving me, and and now I'm returning back to God's love. Like I'm not going to do that again to myself. Like right. that. I was like, it's it's the F over A, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And that you were so clear about that, and people need to hear that over and over again. Yeah. That's the kind of F I want, that yeah, kind. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. exactly right. Not that other kind that you get in school. <laughs> Not that Food, F- right. You mean for <laughs> fantastic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of school, I do want to say this. You know, people read this girl letter. So you kept saying from the stage, you might see the movie, and I was like, I read it. Why won't you say, I want to raise my hand, too. Why won't you say to my read it? You kept saying, you seen the movie. I had to read that book. I wanted credit. For the fact that I had to read Everybody that book in high school. I had to read that I know, book but too. she didn't say that. She said, have you seen the movie? Is that the one I with want Demi credit. Moore? No. Demi Moore. I watched the one that was like 1932, <laughs> oh, right? Oh, yeah. black and white, yes. The black and white version? Right. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've See, seen that's that obedience one. to God right there. Yeah, that is. That's obedience. I still have to look watch it on Netflix. Yes. All right. I got to watch that on Netflix. There you go. That's yeah. hilarious. Okay. Yeah. So was there anything that afterwards, I know you did exactly what you were meant to do, but you know, when we get off the stage, there's a post-talk in our heads, right? Is there any post-talk that you want to bring to the microphone today? Just learn how to accept yourself, regardless of That's what good. you go through. That's good. Or who doesn't love you or mm-hmm. who rejects you. I had a terrible problem with rejection, I, and I, I think I made mention of that. You, you did. Know, Tuesday. Yeah. That was a huge mm-hmm. problem for me. Right. And because the rejection came from my dad, you know, it's like when I would date men or just go out or whatever and hang out and do whatever, you know, the slightest little thing that they would do, I felt I had to do something to keep them to stay. Yeah. Yes. Right. Right. And that's what a lot of young women and even a lot of young men do. They feel yeah. like they have to do something to keep them there. Right. Yes. Right. That but love yes. can't possibly come that freely and easily to have somebody just love you and accept you right. for right. who you are. There's right. got to be some hook or something there that I have to earn or I have to get. <laughs> <laughs> right. Y'all can see Tasha right, right now. She just had a 
Very interesting body reaction. And so elaborate on what the listeners did not see. Emily has hit it on the head because right now I I have found, well, actually it found me because I was not looking for it at all in, in this love that, and I spoke of this individual, you know, slightly on Tuesday, you know, that we, he, he, and he just can't believe that I love him the way that I do. Wow. Aww, yeah. And he's waiting on me to mess up. Right. I told him that. So now I believe after hearing me speak, he's still processing mm-hmm. approval. Right. And that she accepts me for me. Right. That's right. That's right. It's good. It's powerful. Because yeah. that's what I'm learning. Right. So, so think of this, everyone that's listening to this, that if we stay in behavior and we won't show up in the relationship, we won't say our needs, we won't say no, we won't say what's going on, we'll do whatever sexual behavior or mm-hmm. saying yes to being on committee, whatever it is, because we're in fear of being rejected. You are rejecting yourself, and the other person never has to think. They never have to percolate on what's going on. They will never change because you're giving them everything. Absolutely. And so you will reject yourself in hopes that they won't. Mm-hmm. And so if they, if you reject you and they don't reject you, it doesn't matter. You won't, you won't experience love. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's it good. It doesn't matter. Because guess what? I cannot reject me. I can love me and you can reject me. And I'm like, nana, nana, boo-boo. <laughs> because <laughs> because I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm not giving you my power because right. I've conquered the fear of rejection. Yeah, and that's what mm-hmm. I'm learning now because yeah. God is teaching me a lesson now where he's teaching me how to love people mm. right where they are, yep. good or bad. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. And he's teaching me how to love me right where I am, right. the yep. good, the bad, and the ugly. Yep. I'm like, I don't yep. know if I want to do that, yep. Lord. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. Right. And, yeah. it's, and it's correlated, right? As much as I accept me where I am, I can accept you. So people who are very judgmental by other people, mm. they are really hard on themselves too. Yeah. And it's not right. always true, but nine times out of ten, people who judge themselves harshly will judge you harshly. Yeah. So when you're very accepting towards you, when someone else messes up, you're like, oh, I'm cool with that. We can we can work through this. Yeah. Right? right? right. Yeah. But why do they get mad at you when you do that? When you do what? When they, you know, when you, they do something and you accept that, and they're like, they'll expect you to do something like blow up or. Right, right. Get right. crazy because I guess that's what they're used to. Well, rage is addictive. So most people, then, when you break a cycle, especially in the marriage, I can tell you, especially for women, they're like, oh, my gosh. I don't know how we just, he just had a different response than he's ever had before. We just broke a cycle. Mm-hmm. I think in men, too, I think they're very grateful. Someone who is a little bit more in narcissism or some personality disorder um, is enjoying the cycle you're in. You're not. But narcissists do enjoy it. Because mm, it's mm. controlling. Oh, they're very, yeah, it's very controlling. So, so if you don't play their game, they're very upset. For me, when you have a different response, I'm praising the Lord because now I, I just saw an opening. I can get better and you can get better. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Anything in closing that my co-host would like to say to our amazing sister, Tasha? So I just want to say it's been a pleasure meeting you and, and, ha- and talking with you again today. I've been looking forward to it. In fact, I was so enthralled with what you were saying. I was supposed to go up at, at, up at the stage after you to say something in between. And I totally forgot. 
that because I listened to what you were saying. The yeah, thunder it's true. was going and it was right. raining. It's a rainy thought, night. God rainy is night. here. Yeah. Oh, this is so powerful. Yeah. But you were just such a lovely person. And for you to go through so much and have the sense of humor that you do is just courageous. Yeah. And just, refreshing, right? You're awesome. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yep. I think you're awesome too. Thank you. Oh, I just you you brought such honesty and vulnerability to your talk, and it's so hard when you know, when I, I, you had to be nervous getting up there, but when you got in the group, it was just it was so real and raw. I was like, and that's what um, that's what it's about, and it was so much more powerful because of that. So yes. I just want to say thank you yes. for being that vulnerable and sharing that. Right. I right. appreciate it. Yeah. No, I just want to tell you that we, you know, I see you talk. We put anybody on the stage pretty much right like we 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 crave this on purpose to give people a platform to share but we crave vulnerability so we've got people who speak who are amazing speakers you can tell that they've done it a thousand times um who can still be vulnerable but at times it's kind of a the more polished you get the less vulnerability can be there not always true Mm -hmm. but with you i feel like we got both in such a balanced way yes so authentically like it was polished and such you like you took the time you didn't just get up there but so vulnerable so real and I can connect to that and so I'm gonna have a healing in my body and in my spirit that I don't even I don't even know I need mm. mm-hmm. and so know that you are the catalyst for that wow right yeah so if our listeners wanted to be a part of your life podcast or Instagram what would they look for they will look for Instagram underscore TC knows Facebook TC knows my personal page Tasha Cole aka TC knows <laughs> TC knows TC a knows lot, a lot. Folks, she, she knows does she knows something mm-hmm. um, my, my podcast is break the cycle with TC knows because again I will be breaking cycles with my listeners and I had to take a little hiatus you know because I was going through some things but right. it's being revamped excellent Love it. So if you're looking for Tasha Cole, you may have picked this up, but you would look for TC Knows. And so what we know is that we love you being a part of this and that this is bigger than all of us. And so you are come alongside of us. So please keep doing that. If you got something out of this, a little bit more about approval addiction or about God's love, will you take a second and share that? Share this podcast on social media. Send it to somebody that maybe still is experiencing that rejection, who might need to hear God's truth. Thank you for being a part of this, and we'll catch you next time.